For the past several weeks now, we've been reading from this sixth chapter of the Gospel of St. John, this bread of life discourse, as it's known, as Jesus gives us his teaching on the Eucharist. And I've used the, the previous two weeks to look not just specifically at the Eucharist, but more at the Mass itself. Its origin, where does it come from? Why do we do what we do at Mass? kind of giving a series of homilies on this. So if you've missed the first two parts, I invite you to see my website, seanthebaptist.org. It's on the front of the bulletin, if you need that, to get the first two installments. For this third in the series, uh, I intended to, to keep uh, continuing, kind of going over the parts of the Mass in detail and where they come from, but I, I often, I, I don't write out my homilies because Every now and then the, you know, the Holy Spirit gets in and, and maybe the thing I was going to talk about, you know, maybe God wants to change it. Uh, something like that, I suppose you could say, uh, happened yesterday, uh, such that I'm going to do something a little bit different with the homily today uh, because, well, Garth Brooks happened yesterday. I was there. Me and 74,000 of my friends uh, at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, okay, some of you were there too. Excellent. It was... For those that don't know, Garth Brooks is a country music singer, just saying. Um, he's kind of a big deal, which is, is an important thing. And that's kind of what I want to talk about, I suppose, today uh, in the homily. Because I'm always looking for where can I find God in, in everything, in culture, people. And I have to say, I, I might have been the only one there, but I kept all night at the Garth Brooks experience. I'm like, oh, this is a homily. This, this is God right here. I got to talk about this. So that's what you're going to get uh, this morning. Keeping in mind that I was up until after midnight last night and was also probably the only person at the concert that was also at 7.30 Mass uh, the next morning. So this is, this is right off my head here. So I couldn't help but notice the great kind of similarity and connections between what happens at a, a big event like, like Garth Brooks last night. But you could, you could imagine any kind of big sort of entertainment event, I suppose. Um, first thing I noticed is that, uh, well, I, I knew about this concert a long time ago. I was getting ready for it, and a lot of people were getting ready for it. In fact, Garth Brooks had a, a press conference on Friday just to talk about the concert that was going to be last night. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, I was there early, so the, the parking lot at Arrowhead opened at 3. The concert was until 7, but the parking lot was stuffed by like 4 p.m. Because you don't just show up to a Garth Brooks concert, especially not in Kansas City. You tailgate. You gotta tailgate, it's what you do. So I was there early, even though it was 100 degrees, and what do you do? You fire up your grill, we're cooking hamburgers and hot dogs in the parking lot, getting ready for the concert. And then they open the gates, it's like, ooh, the gates are open, time to go in. And I thought, you know, what if we, what if we treated mass like that? You know, I, I get up about five o'clock in the morning to, to get my prayers in and stuff. And what if, what if I opened my, my curtains in the morning and looked out my window at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning and the parking lot was full? You know, oh, hey, Father, we're just tailgating, just tailgating. You know, little incense burners going in the parking lot, incense wafting over the, you know, and it's like, I come out of the rectory and like, ooh, Father's gonna open the church, Father's gonna open the church. And there's like a mob to the door because I'm like, I wanna get in and pray, I wanna get in and pray, get my seat. I don't know if we necessarily need to tailgate before mass, but it's, it's a thought, you know, at least we could be here on time and 
you know, maybe look ahead of time to get ready, look at the readings. You don't need a press conference maybe, but we could prepare a little bit better, maybe act like it's exciting. So I noticed that, the, the preparation. Um, and then when I actually got in the, the stadium, it's, uh, if you've ever been to St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican or seen pictures, one of the, the key features that over, over the altar, there's a, a big kind of canopy called a, a baldacchino, um, famous sculpture. Well, they had made something like that for Garth Brooks. It's, uh, it was a big stage that had four pillars and a huge canopy of over a, you know, 150 feet in the air. Uh, so this was bigger uh, than the one at St. Peter's. A little more electronic, uh, though, more high tech. But it was, it was like a big canopy, a baldacchino over the high altar at St. Peter's, literally. You know, because at St. Peter's, that, that designates, ooh, something special takes place under here, that the sacrifice of the mass. Last night, it was to draw your attention in all big Arrowhead Stadium, Garth Brooks is gonna be right here. The, the sacred action is going to take place under this big electronic baldacchino thing in the middle of Arrowhead Stadium. And so, yeah, the, the whole thing is, you know, you gotta have a sacred space to do the sacred action. So we have our, our churches and we designate certain areas where the, the important stuff is gonna happen. And so it, it was a little bit like entering a cathedral, I suppose, last night at Arrowhead. Our sacred action will take place right there. And everyone's gathered around. Now, I also noticed that, um, of course, Garth is too important to simply just arrive. He's got to have like a prophet to go before him to know you've got people ready to announce that Garth is coming. Uh, John the Baptist was this kind of figure for Jesus. He, he's the forerunner. He went ahead of Jesus to tell everybody, get ready. Jesus is coming. Prepare the way of the Lord. Well, Garth Brooks brought his own kind of John the Baptist. Last night, that was Martina McBride. She's also a country singer. For She's kind of famous too. Anyway, she came and she was the, the opening act for, for Garth. So she sang some of her famous songs and, and got everybody ready, like John the Baptist, got people ready for Jesus. And then, you know how at the beginning of mass, when we, we walk in sometimes, the, the priest goes and incenses the altar. You know, I love it because you get this kind of cloud of smoke all around the sanctuary to kind of say, this is mysterious, this is special, it's sacred, we're gonna cover it in holy smoke. Well, even though it was outdoors last night at Arrowhead, they, they did something similar. They had smoke machines all around the outside of the big Baldacchino altar thing. And when Garth came out, they turned on all the smoke. So there'd be a big cloud of incense, as it were, around his, his uh, stage there. And then Garth comes out and he ascends from below the stage. Nice kind of entrance. I mean, everything about this, it's just so liturgical. So it's, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm weird like this. I see the mass like all through the Garth Brooks concert. It's amazing. So Garth gets out there and like he said in his uh, press conference, he said, now I'm gonna start with a, a newer song, but then I gotta do the old stuff because well, that's what, that's what people want. And I, he's, he's a smart guy. He's made a lot of money. Uh, so when people come to a Garth Brooks concert, they kind of know what they want. They, they want to sing the old Garth Brooks songs. So yeah, he did like one newer-ish song and then it's like, <laughs> can we just sing Friends in Low Places now, please? You know, it was great. And everybody singing along and participating. Now, I, I gotta say this, having been separated so much with COVID and, and not being able to come together a lot, there we were 74,000 people in Arrowhead Stadium 
And people know Garth Brooks' music so well that, that he just plays one chord on his guitar and 74,000 people start singing his song for him. It's just amazing. Uh, and I, I have to admit that I, I practiced. I knew there would be singing, so I, I practiced. I was ready. I knew the songs, you know, I, I got ready. But at, at one point, I, I realized that Garth just stops singing and he's just standing on the stage listening to all of us sing. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty amazing. And then I realized, how much money did I pay so that I could sing and Garth could listen to me? I don't know. Nonetheless, it was amazing because we're all singing the same song together. And it's like this incredibly unifying experience that we're, we're all doing the same thing and we're there for the same thing and we're singing the same song. And it's like, this is amazing. And, and Garth gets done and it's like he's a prophet. Prophet Garth gets up and declares to the crowd, we were made to come together. We were made for this. We're made to be together. I'm like, preach it, Prophet Garth. Absolutely. And that's, that's why it's, it's so important that we do come physically together in our church every week because we're made for that. We're supposed to want to come together. And notice it's not enough just to, to watch it on a screen. Even if it's live streamed, which we know we, that's helped us maybe a little bit get through COVID, but we're not, we're not made for that. We're made to come together, as Prophet Garth says. That's why, even though I can, I can listen to Garth Brooks' music anytime I want to, if I want to hear Garth Brooks play, I, I can turn on my iPhone and listen to his music, and I do in the car. If I want to watch Mass, I, I can Google Mass. I can find Mass on YouTube. I might even be able to live stream it. But we're made for more than that. We're made to actually physically come together and do something united together. One, one heart, one soul, un, animus, unanimous, means together. Because there's something that you get live together that you don't just get on a, a recording or even a, a live stream. Last night, Garth would, would go around and you know, he'd see people with their, their signs and he'd, he'd acknowledge them something that can't happen except in person. He saw one person that had a sign that, that mentioned one of his songs, If Tomorrow Never Comes. It said, if tomorrow never comes, I beat cancer, Garth, and now I get to come see you. And so Garth stops the concert in the middle. He wasn't gonna do that song. But since this person's here with their sign, he's like, I'm gonna play that song just for you. And he does. And like the whole crowd is like crying because it's just so beautiful and Garth is in tears. and. You don't get that on a recording. You have to come together. And isn't it great that when we come together at mass, God is not just distant from us. He's, God is like Garth Brooks, I suppose. He's, he's walking around and he sees you with your, your little sign that says, God, I'm struggling. <laughs> Help me. God, I'm happy today. A little baby was born. I got a new granddaughter. Whatever sign it is that you're holding up, help, need work. I'm in trouble, God. Help me. If Garth can walk around and see your sign and respond, isn't it amazing that when we come to Mass, God sees you, he knows you, he knows whatever little sign you're holding up here, and that's part of coming together, that each of us has our own little sign that we need, and God responds to us. It's an active intervention between God and us. You know, as, as Garth is doing his, his songs, it is 
amazing just to think of that, that unity, that coming together. The thing is, God did make us for this. Garth is right. We're made for this. And we're made for this by God. God knows that we need it. But as good as Garth Brooks is, he's just a guy. He's just a, a singer. There's something deeper within us, though, that if we're not careful, we'll make the mistake to think that entertainment is enough. This itch that we have to, to come together. We're, we're made to want to jump around and, and scream and go crazy and, and sing together at the top of our lungs. We're meant to have something we can focus on and say, that's amazing. But it's supposed to be God. You know, it, Garth Brooks is great. But he's not God. To, to paraphrase Jesus, there's something greater than Garth Brooks here. And if we don't find God at the end of all this, then we'll, we'll make the mistake of substituting merely cultural things, mere entertainment, mere diversion for the real thing. It will just kind of scratch the itch a little bit, and then we stop and don't go all the way. The mass is what we truly desire. You want to come together in a big place like Arrowhead, have a concert, feel great. But that's just a foreshadowing of the desire God put there for us to come together and worship. God not only made us to come together, God put in us the desire to worship him. Why is it that people want these heroes and, and they, they make sports stars or musicians into their heroes? Because we're made to be in a big place like that with 74,000 people and, and look, and there he is, there's Garth Brooks. Okay, that's nice, but he's just a guy. I imagine that if Jesus came back, it would look something like, like what happened at Arrowhead. I mean, Garth Brooks is just standing on the stage with everyone yelling and screaming for him. Would that we would put Jesus in that spot. That's what we really want. Garth is fine there, but let's not think that it's the end. It's, if anything, it's a foreshadowing, a foretaste of what we really desire. One thing I noticed is that last night in Arrowhead, it's, it's a big circle, you know, and Garth is in the middle. And so we're all focused on him. One guy right in the middle. You know, even at, at mass in our liturgical tradition, the, the church noticed it, it's not a closed circle. There's nothing on this end. This uh, traditionally in the church, this end was faced towards either geographical east or at least spiritual east. East is where the sun comes up. East is where Jesus ascended into heaven on the Mount of Olives and says, just as you saw me go in the east, I will come back that same way. So our churches faced east, and for most of our history, you might have seen that the priest stood on this side of the altar. He didn't have his back to the people, although people describe it that way, but rather we all faced together in one direction because at the mass, although we are focused on Jesus, it's not a closed circle. The fact that it's open on this end and we're all headed that way says there is more here than simply what you see. Garth Brooks at Arrowhead, that's all there is. As great as it is, Garth is it and that's the center and there's nothing more. But here, not only is, is the real God, Jesus present, but so are all the angels, the saints, the entire heavenly court joins with us and we are on our way. We are going out to meet Jesus because this is not all there is. The Eucharist, as wonderful as it is to have Jesus with us in the sacrament, our hearts want even more than that. We want to be with Jesus. So we face east as if to say, can I see him yet? Can I see him coming back? 
Our hearts long for more than what is just in this building or even more than what is in the Eucharist. It's not a closed circle. It's a journey, open-ended. We ultimately want to connect with that God. That is what will ultimately fulfill us. You know, last night at the the end of the concert, I, I say the end because it ended and then it went on for 45 more minutes with encores and, and such, because that's, that's, how, that's how you do. Well, after the, the concert ended the first time, Garth sees a, a sign out there, and it, it's two, two young girls. It says, this is our first concert, and it had their names. They were like 10 and 12 years old or whatever. Garth sees the sign. He says, bring me a Sharpie. Guy brings him a Sharpie, pulls out his guitar, writes the two girls' names on his guitar, signs his guitar, and gives his guitar that he played the whole concert with to these two girls. And they are just like losing it, as, as you can imagine. Imagine you went to a Garth Brooks concert and Garth Brooks gave you his guitar. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, think about what happens in the Mass, though. You come here, you, you join in the Liturgy of Heaven, Jesus is present, way more than Garth Brooks was present. And Jesus doesn't like just give you his guitar. You get the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. You you get to take Garth Brooks home, not just his guitar. And even more than that, you get the living, true God within you. Way bigger than a guitar. And yet how many people are not even here today because, oh, it's just mass. It's not like it's a Garth Brooks concert, it's just mass. There is something bigger than Garth Brooks here. Perhaps the, the song that, that most kind of sticks out to me and I think fits uh, to end this little homily is his song, Standing Outside the Fire. It's an interesting kind of turn of phrase where he kind of talks about the people who are, are content to live on the periphery to just kind of watch other people do it. You know, they're not going to dare very much. They're not going to do anything all that exciting or extraordinary. They're just kind of content to live outside the fire and watch other people do it. As I said the last two weeks, that, that is not what the church asks for us in life or especially in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. The Second Vatican Council, as I've said over and over, says that we should participate in Mass fully, consciously, and actually. We cannot simply stand outside the fire and and watch other people. We're supposed to be in it. Isn't it beautiful that the Holy Spirit is described in Scripture on Pentecost as coming as fire? Are you just going to stand around the outside and and watch? It's not not what Jesus wants for us. It's not what anybody was doing at Arrowhead last night, I can tell you that. Garth starts singing and everybody is participating and knows everything. Do you know your faith? Do you know mass? Most importantly, do you know Jesus and the fire of his love? Garth sings in his song about those who are content to stand outside. People that society would think are are strong because they they put up these obstacles and I'm not going to get too involved in anything. Brothers and sisters, we're not made to sit it out like that and say, I don't want to get too involved. I don't want to get too committed. 
The truth that is contained in a Garth Brooks concert or sporting events or whatever it is, is that we are meant to get involved. We are meant to jump up and down and scream and go crazy. We're meant to tailgate. We're meant to sing the songs. We're meant to, to know what is going on. We're meant to have that for God, though. So are you living your life, as it were, outside the fire? Well, it's time to get in. As, as wonderful as last night was, now that's over. Now real life continues. But what I desired last night is really found here. We are meant to come to the sacred liturgy and get hot. We're not meant to be cold or lukewarm Christians. We're meant to come in the fire, the fire given us in baptism and strengthened in confirmation. And we are meant to get hot here at the liturgy. That's why we have to keep coming back because we come back, we get hot with Jesus in the liturgy and then we go out. Jesus says, I came to light a fire and I wish it were burning. We're meant to go out and set the whole world on fire with the love of God. If the world is not the way we want it, if the world is not the way God intended it to be, it's because we're not hot enough. And if we're not hot, it's probably because we're staying away from the Eucharist and the Mass and everything that it's supposed to be for us. So stop standing outside the fire. Come in, get hot at Mass. Go deep in your faith. Fall in love with Jesus and the fire of his love. And then you'll go out and transform the world. That's what we're meant to do. And that's what, that's what we're looking for when we go to all these entertainment, sporting options, whatever, we're looking for a place where we can get excited and get involved. So do all the culture stuff. Good, I love it, obviously. But then realize what it's all pointing to. It's the fire of God's love that we can only find right here. The flaming heart of the sacred heart of Jesus in the Eucharist, much more than Garth Brooks' guitar. You get the Eucharist today. So stop standing outside the fire. As prophet Garth says, we're not meant to simply run out the clock or just survive life. Life isn't tried, it's merely survived for those who are standing outside the fire. So don't stand outside, come on, jump on in. The fire's great.